Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers with a wide range of renewable energy products including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps we offer bespoke solutions for a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation available until 30th September 2023 The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy They pride themselves on honesty, integrity, quality and workmanship Let's go! And the phones will be red hot tonight because we're going into the weekend. All the talk about Champions League, Europa League, League Cup last weekend. But today, the talk is about this weekend. The Singe Premiership at stake. A long way to go. But Mark Guidi's here with Craig Moore. And Mark, for both the big two, for Celtic and Rangers, could be a big, big weekend. Neither can afford to slip up. No, um, Celtic at home to St Johnston. Rangers have the tougher tie away to Ross County at lunchtime tomorrow. Malky Mackay side doing very well. And of course, it's the last league game, Paul, uh, before they face each other um, a week on Sunday at Ibrooks. 50,000 Rangers fans there for the first old film clash of the season. So yeah, Rangers have a massive European tie on Wednesday night against PSV and Eindhoven. But tomorrow, Paul, massive day. Bread and butter stuff is what it's all about over 38 games because that gets you into the Champions League and that gets you your 30 million quid. So, interesting to see what happens with Rangers in terms of Europe, and also interesting to see what happens with Celtic in the next seven days in terms of what they're able to do in the transfer market. And it looks as though they're in the market today. We talked about it last night, the Honduran winger, Luis Palma. Looks as though the deal is done. He'll be on his way. Uh, a winger, 3.5 million mark. Good signing, looks to be anyway. Yeah, a bit of interest. Rangers were credited in a, yeah. with an interest um, with them earlier in the window. So, three and a half to four million pounds. It's a significant amount of money. The wide area is certainly somewhere that Brendan Rodgers has wanted to strengthen and they appear to have to have got the man which takes their spending up towards the £20 million mark um, this summer. However, Paul, I think more needs to, to be spent between now and Friday. They, they have two or three problems that need addressed. And Brendan Rodgers has admitted as much, especially at the back, well, I mean, all over the pitch, but with the injuries to Carter Vickers and Navrosky now and also Stephen Welsh. Come to that shortly. We'll hear from Brendan Rodgers and from Michael Beale too. Craig, you were on the other night on the way to the game at Rangers 2-2 with PSV. What a match it was. What are you feeling? Is all your thoughts on tomorrow at Ross County? But part of you must be thinking about Wednesday in the Phillips Stadium. Yeah, no, absolutely. I thought it was a, a, a terrific performance from Rangers. I think they went into the game as, as underdogs. They got off to um, a good start. Simo uh, with a nice goal, who didn't start the game unbelievably well in terms of uh, being able to keep possession and get Rangers up the field. But he scored a wonderful goal. Um, and look, PSV, obviously, as you'd expect, did respond. Uh, Rangers managed also to get their, their nose in front again and concede off a set piece, which would have been disappointing. But I think overall... To be able to uh, take the, the tie to, to Eindhoven right in this, um, you know, right in this match with with every chance, I think there's a lot more pressure on PSV as there there was last time. And the reason why I say that is, I don't know exactly how long, but it's been a long time since they've been in the Champions League. And I know the pressures that comes with that. I personally had conversations with Venegor of Hesselink, former Celtic player uh, last year. And he spoke about the pressure and the nerves uh, about achieving Champions League football. So it's it's not too dissimilar this time around. You know, I'd expect PSV at home to be the favourites. But I think what Rangers have shown, um, certainly in the back end of the match, because I think they finished it really strong. And I think Matondo come on and made the impact that was desired mm. and really tested them and gave them a fright, I believe. 
Um, so it's very much wide open. It really is. Rangers can go through. I've no doubt about that. Um, but they need to be perfect. Andrew's on already on the socials at Go Football Show, or you can call in 0808 17 17 700. Craig, Mark, he wants to know, do you think our Rangers going to go through? I, th- I think they've got a really good chance. Um, I would love to see Rangers go through. You're pushing for an answer, Paul. I, I get he that. He is, I, Andrew. I, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you're, you're nodding away and looking at me. Yeah. No, look, I, I think... He's six I think, foot two. <laughs> I, th- I think Rangers can go and win, but like I said, it has to be perfect. It'll be something that okay. is, is off a counter-attack. Um, but PSV do concern me because they've got some quality uh, and I don't think we've seen the best of them, to be honest. Mark, what do you feel? Uh, I tipped 2-2 two, two on, on Monday night you it was got on. spot on um, yeah. I made PSV the favourites I stand by that I expect PSV to go through they should go through I, I think they're a better team um, than Rangers I think PSV are better this time than what they were last year under Rude Van Nistelrooy I'm not so sure Rangers are better right now than what they were this time last year albeit there's a lot of new players they're still to bed in But so that was always going to you know, bring its own problems however um, it's not a lost cause the most important thing was Rangers kept themselves in the tie. They've kept themselves in the tie. PSV's weak point, if you like, Paul, is at the back, which is always going to give you hope. So if you can create chances, you're going to score. However, when you get the kind of chances that Danilo's had the past two European games, you've got to put them away. They've paid five million quid for this guy. He's a star yeah. signing of the summer and he's missing sitters. That could that could cost the club 25 to 30 million pounds. He has got to tuck them away. Could come down to both goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. How good Butland is, how good Benitez is um, at the end. The tie's open, but Craig's right. Rangers have to produce a near perfect performance. I'm not quite sure they have that in them at this stage. All the games tomorrow Ross County against Rangers. That's the early kickoff. So Rangers could, what, narrow the gap? They could uh, be a very good result for them. They can't afford to slip up because Celtic could, if Rangers do slip up, well, Celtic could suddenly league wise be looking very, very good because they would be hot favourites against St. Johnson. If they don't, there's a big problem. Hibs against Livy and Motherwell Kilmarnock. And then on Sunday, Dundee Hearts and St. Mirren against Aberdeen. And we should mention Hearts last night. That was tough 2 1 down uh, going into the second leg and that will be red hot Mark as you know and Aberdeen 2-2 they almost got the winner McGrath yeah, yeah. Uh, against Hacken so Hearts looking tough for them yeah it's, it's a, they've left themselves a mountain to climb you know you always you just don't want to lose the first leg Paul so get over to Greece uh, you need to make Pauk um, very very serious um, favourites um, Aston Villa v Hibs of course that's that's a that's yeah. a no hoper. I didn't um, even for, mention for, it. For Hibs, just, yeah. Yeah. And for Aberdeen yeah. they've put themselves in the driving seat 2-2 two, yeah. two away from home getting it back to Pitodri so um, yeah, I think at the moment, Paul, unfortunately, I, I, if you're asking me to be honest, I could only tip one out of four at this stage to go through, and that would be Aberdeen. Aberdeen. Yeah. You know that ground well over there at Salonica? Oh, wow. Oh, Crazy you and, and Barry. The, the skies will be yeah. alight with, with flares and fireworks. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a really intimidating atmosphere. A tough place to go, no doubt about that. Uh, really interesting week in terms of the European stuff. Mm-hmm. I think what we've seen and what we, we know is there's a clear golf in terms of Scotland and England in terms of club football. Aston Villa uh, didn't even look as if they went through their, their, their gears. But yeah. but what it showed also for me is the likes of Aberdeen against Hacken, 2-0 uh, down to come back and, and maybe even nick it right at the end there. Um, puts them in a, in a fantastic position. So, you know, and Hearts also against Park against uh, against Greece. So there, there's a lot of countries out there that we're, we're able to compete with and yeah. certainly go and, I think, uh, get the better of. But I think it was clear the gulf between the Premiership in England 
and the Premiership here in Scotland. And widening by the day, isn't it, Mark? No question. Yes, Listen, pretty what, much. What do you think? 0808 17 17 700. So we'll hear from Michael Beale shortly. But one of the big talking points at the moment is what's happening at Celtic. I've given you the news that Lewis Palmer looks to be on his way in. £3.5 million, a winger coming in uh, from the Greek club. And Real Sociedad, they think they're going to get Kieran Tierney now. It looks as though the deal's just about done there. Um, an approach has been made, a formal approach to... Arsenal, he looks to be on his way. Celtic, Mark, what are you thinking? Bologna, interested in Matt O'Reilly, but the club have said no. They couldn't possibly let him go at the moment, could they? No, Paul, I'll stand by what I've been saying for the past couple of weeks. I don't think Celtic can allow any more first-team players to leave. And that's not just because of the defensive crisis. I'm talking about in general, whether it's Hattati, of course, is injured now as well. O'Reilly, even Haxabanovic, mm. guys like that, I think they've got to keep... Those players have sold Starfelt. That's now come back to bite them, which is unlucky. You can't, you know, you can't, um, you know, predict what's going to happen with with Carla Vickers, with Welsh, with uh, Navrosky, um, the new signing. But there's serious work still to be done at Celtic, and, and we highlighted it this time last week with Brendan Rogers' comment. So you know, the more you think about it, has something happened? You know, because for Brendan to to use that specific quote twice in his co- conference, I will coach and and uh, try to improve the players I'm provided with. Now that's, first of all, part of that is just common sense. Of course, that's what you do and that's why you hire somebody like Brendan Rodgers and Big Bucks because he's brilliant at that. He's got a great track record at doing that. However, the players I'm provided with, that was a key sentence for me. So something happened Did the goalpost being moved from the job that he w- w- was was offered in terms of what the remit was or, or not. Because you never heard Ange coming away with something like that. We all thought that, that Ange um, led it. So maybe Ange... Maybe Ange, or Ange has been leading it, so are the people behind the scenes not quite as good as what we thought? And I think as well, Paul, you look at their track record under Ange latterly, I mean, apart from Alistair Johnson, and, and, and I like, oh, he was like, you know, brought in as a project. I don't think the past couple of windows have been anything to shout about. It was the first two windows that have, that have put down the foundations for where um, they are now, and then you've lost a couple of players, but the la- apart from Alistair Johnson, the last two windows uh, have not been good enough. Um, the first two first window Kyogo, Hart Carter Vickers Jota Abada Juranovic second window Maida O'Reilly Hitati brilliant mm-hmm. brilliant last couple nowhere near good enough and unless Celtic get serious improvements in the door between now and next Friday they might have to spend a few quid they might not you don't always need to spend money to get right good players in but it certainly gives you a better chance if they don't Paul they're, looking, they're probably looking at another couple of series spankings in, in the Champions League and that's something that Brendan Rodgers says he did not want to be a part of and we're not talking about finishing in the top two you're talking about improving on what they've had before which last season yeah. under Ange mm-hmm. was two points out of 18 not good enough yeah, but, but do you think that Mark as well like so potentially um, you know Celtic might have fallen into the trap that, that I believe also happened at, at Rangers in terms of after the back of um, winning the title yeah you think you're at your strongest You've got to go and strengthen. Mm-hmm. You've got to go again. Um, so, again, you touch on two fantastic windows, really great windows in terms of the players that were brought into the club. And then on the back of the uh, the success again, the treble last season, being um, hugely dominant, mm-hmm. you always need to strengthen. Yeah. Always. I remember Sir Alex Ferguson. I never met him personally. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, he kept people honest. He made sure that there was one or two players that come into that starting eleven, no matter how successful Manchester United were. It's, it's for me, it's always the way it takes money. 
I get that. Um, I'm hugely surprised by by Brendan's um, comments because someone with his pedigree, his experience, we know what a wonderful coach he is. Um, for him to come to Celtic and not be across mm. or, or involved in the signings would be a huge surprise for me if indeed the goalposts, uh, goal mm. Mark, have potentially shifted, as you say. But Mark, how could they shift so quickly? I mean, it was the beginning, beginning of July, wasn't it? We're still in August that, that uh, Ange left and then Brendan Rodgers came in. So the talks are only, what, less than two months ago. It would be remarkable, wouldn't it, that if it has gone so wrong... But those comments that he made last Friday surprised everyone. Yeah, but Paul, there's seven days to rectify it. Yep. There's seven days to bring in match winners. There's a quote from the manager. I need match winners. I need to improve the squad, which is only natural and, and, yep. and rightly so. And don't forget, Celtic are cash-rich, Paul. Not counting what they've brought in. Mm -hmm. um, sure. and, I, and, I know, yeah. and I know they've spent a few quid, but they've no spent a few quid on ready -made. Okay, maybe Nivrovsky. Yep. Apart from that, there's, there's serious surgery. And it's a really required. it's a really well-run yeah. club. Andy Walker, sitting yeah. where you are last night, said, yeah, but sometimes if you criticise them, they say, well, we've won how many trophies is it out of 20-odds? They've won 17 or so. Brilliant. But the Celtic fans know there's money there. Now, yeah. compared to the money available in England or Saudi, whatever, it doesn't it doesn't touch the sides. But there is money there. Yeah, it's yeah. a healthy club. But the fans, they're not going to accept it unless the next six, seven days in the window see a step change. No, and, they, but, but, they well, they're just about to players. ask their fans... Or 100 to 120 quid for a Champions League yep. package, mm -hmm. which will bring in five to six million pounds. Again, they're about to ask their, their, their fans for that. Are the fans happy with what's been done in this this window? I wouldn't imagine so. I wouldn't imagine so because the managers clearly doesn't feel there's still a lot. Of, so look, Paul, we could be sitting here this time next yeah, week, sure. and everything's brilliant. They've brought in two or three right good players, and everything's great. Yeah. But we don't know. So there's seven days to go and see what it's all about, and and put some of the wrongs right and a big D-Day is uh, nine days away isn't it eight, yeah. nine days Rangers against Celtic Mark uh, was chatting there when you were going to come in Craig you were going to make yeah, a, no, a point again it's just you know you, you do I tend to as we all do listen to, to the coaches presses yep. because it's information right. for us um, and I, obviously you know Brendan was talking about the, the central uh, defenders yeah. who, who are clearly there's injuries and the time frame and, and them players coming back and went through a couple of other players I didn't hear one mention of uh, Marco Tilio, mm -hmm. the Australian yeah, boy that they spent, sure. what was it, one and a half, two million? Yeah. Is, uh, is, is he still injured? I know he arrived injured, I don't know if he's still... But I'm just saying, and again, yeah. you look at their signing now, if this uh, officially goes through um, with uh, Lewis Palmer, Palmer yep. it's, it's the same position. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's the same position. So again, who made who made mm -hmm. that signing? Loads of calls coming in. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. These are the questions. Um, we're going on the lines in a second. Here's Brendan Rogers yesterday speaking. Yeah, he said, look, we know we have to recruit more. We'll, we'll do that before the end of the window. I think the, the, the game last week, you know, we could have been 2-0 up in the first uh, 10 minutes of the game. But after that, and especially when Kilmarnock went in front, we just didn't quite have that um, little bit of finesse and that little those moments of magic really that you need to uh, to break down teams that are that are low and on the field so so we're hoping that we can uh, do that over the course of the coming days Regan's on the line a big Celtic fan good evening Regan oh it's good to be on again thanks for having me on good to hear you what are you thinking what you, what do you feel about all of this um, I'm a little bit I'm still disappointed as I said the other night I still think we need to bring in a, a four or five I know Mark's in Two or three, but I think four or five. Um, I hear Seagrass is going to go, so we're probably going to need a second goalkeeper as well. Um, well you've not really seen him anyway, have you? To be fair, you've not no. seen him. Um, what about Palmer coming in? I mean, that's one. Are you surprised though 
the way that the club is at the moment. Six days to go, mind you. And as Mark said a moment ago, maybe there'll be a few great signings this week. And nobody could have known they would be, what, three major defenders down. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really surprised, especially as Mark said, um, they're going to get five to six million for Champions League campaign. Mm. So I think they would go and spend that on a player. But I think this Palmer guy is a, is a really good signing. He's got really good numbers in the Greek League. So I think it's positive for Celtic. Um, and hopefully they'll be able to get a few more in because I'm still here to see that that marquee signing and I think Brendan will do that I'm ho- well I'm certainly hoping he will um, I know he said that, that uh, they're hoping to bring attackers in as well so I hope they bring a striker in Paul Well there's no uh, question I mean I heard Stuart Kettlewell saying we need four he likes to work with four strikers mm-hmm. uh, and Celtic have got you know obviously Kyogo they've got O. Maeda, Maeda, Maeda guy, but is, he, re- he's not a is he really a striker? No, no, he's not. Yeah. He's not. No, he's a winger. Sure. And that's the thing. I know people were saying he could be a striker. Mark, what are you thinking? What would you say to Reagan? Hey, I just, you know, he made a few points that I, yeah. I probably agree with. Um, the one that I'm, you know, and I know Celtic fans, they want that sexiness, Paul, that quotes marquee signing. I don't necessarily go along with that. It's only good players. You know, marquee, marquee signings can sometimes fall on the backside. And, 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 yeah. and, Marquee signings, unless it's somebody at 36, 37, 38, or somebody that's no kicked the ball for, for two years or whatever, um, and is languishing in you know, the Real Madrid reserves, whatever it may be, then you can't really get a marquee signing. Because you know, it. exactly. it'll cost 25 sure. or 45. Yeah. Furuhashi, uh, no knew him. Yeah, so he's not, he's, he's not a marquee at the time. He's a marquee player now. That's and, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So, Jota, Jota so, the same. Yeah, so going back then, I, I, I'm not sure about marquee signing. I think what... what all I want to see and you're just going by what the, the manager's saying and yeah. Paul just to reiterate a point again that mm-hmm. is so important it should never be lost the manager should be the most important person at a football club Sports. without yep. doubt now if you go back to the turn of the century when Craig's playing for, for Rangers who was in charge Walter was in charge then Dick was in mm-hmm. charge they were in charge rightly so mm-hmm. Martin O'Neill ran the football club for sure who else ran the football club that, that was really, really mm-hmm. successful? Ange Postecoglou yep. ran that football yep. department. Why do you bring in a guy like Brendan Rodgers and not allow him to run it? Now, I know you, you, every club yep. now, big club works in tandem with a recruitment department. Sure. I get that. It's so important. It takes a bit of the pressure away and they're all good at their jobs and, and all that. And con- I get that. However, Brendan Rodgers wants players over what's been recommended by the recruitment department. I would back the manager. You've got to back the manager. Otherwise, no point in having him there. There's no point in having a guy like Brendan Rodgers there if you're not going to allow him, within reason, to have the run of the football uh, department. Did he have the run of it the last time when he yes, came in at the did. beginning? Absolutely. Called the shots. 100% called the shots. And look what happened. Won seven trophies out of seven. Yep. He then lost a bit of power. Didn't get players in that he wanted. And, and the couple of the ones that he wanted in... You know, were reasonable. It wasn't as if it was no twenty million pound they were looking for. Obviously, one of them was John McGinn that we all know about. And as soon as that happened, it was on the the slippery slope between him and the club. And eventually, he took his out when it came uh, to go to Leicester. But when he was in charge and ran the show, Celtic won six trophies out of six, back to back trebles, invincible season. He's got a pedigree, Paul. He's a top manager. I think they've made him the the, the highest paid manager in their history, and rightly so. So when he uses that quote last Friday. He uses it for a reason. That tells me something's not quite right. What it is, I don't know. But 
give the manager the run of the, the run of the football department. Reagan, yeah. final word from you a few moments ago. I think you said you've got faith in the club. Do you, and we don't know, but we have to pose the questions. What do you feel? I definitely do have faith in the, the club, Paul, but I just want to see Brendan back. Um, and I hope that by the end of the transfer window, they can see squad improvement. The, the other big point I had for you guys to debate was, uh, I know people won't, won't want to hear this, Paul, but I think it's very, very important that Rangers get into the group stages because I was reading today, Paul, that uh, Turkey as a nation are doing very well and the UEFA coefficient. So if, if their clubs go into the group stages of the Champions League this week, they will go ahead of us in the coefficient, which then means two years down the line, we, we, we won't uh, be eligible for group stage qualification if a league um, goes into Champions League. We would have to go through two qualifiers. So I think it's important that Rangers actually win this uh, game against PSV and Aberdeen as well, because they want to get as many teams in there as possible so that we don't need to go through these qualifiers. For sure. Craig Moore is smiling and you no. totally agree. But I mean, a neutral would say the same. I know. It's very important, obviously, for, for the clubs to do well in Europe. We've seen the benefit um, firsthand in terms of automatic spot for, for Champions League. Um, and, and you need to continue to be able to uh, achieve, you know, in, in European football and try and get as far as you can or play as long as you can for your coefficient points that, that is invaluable. Uh, it really is because... It brings a lot of money into the game. It, en it enables the clubs to then go about their business and, and, and spend decent amounts of, of money. Um, but it continues to show off the Scottish League uh, and showcase the talent that I believe is here. Seconds out. Thanks very much, Regan. Round two next. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Access to a wide range of renewable energy and energy efficient products. Let's go! The weekend starts here. It started with Gina at four. This is Paul Cooney with the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Thanks for making the switch. Every night we're on from five. Tonight we're in the company of Mark Guidi and Craig Moore, who had many great European nights and we've been talking about Rangers and hopefully a massive European night in the Netherlands on Wednesday. PSV going as the favourites, but Rangers, they're just something. We know that in recent yeah. years. And Reagan there mentioned the coefficient. It's so important that Rangers do well and yeah. get to the Champions League. Yeah, I mean, you know, Aberdeen doing well, you know, even, you know, just yeah. getting there. And yeah, for Rangers, Paul, you know, listen, this time, you know, last year, we were looking forward to the second leg. Antonio Cholak uh, popped oh. up with a massive goal, you know, when you think he cost two million quid and he got him a goal that got them 30 million. So good on him. Um, and then, okay, it didn't go to plan. Rangers yeah. get zero points um, and Celtic only get two points. Uh, but still, the back-to-back -back nights you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday for six weeks. It was thoroughly enjoyable. It was great for Scottish football. I don't know if you are. I really enjoyed it. We were on the radio every European yeah. Yeah. night for the Radisson Red. It was brilliant. But what we want this year, yes, A, we want Rangers to get through and to give us it again. But this time, you want them to make a better fist of it. You know, we don't want to be sitting, you know, talking, you know, for four or five oh, nights sure. about getting spanked four or five, nothing. Rangers not winning a game. Celtic only getting two points. We want it to be better. Listen, we're not expecting back in the days under uh, yeah. Dick Advocat and, and Martin O'Neill and Gordon Stratton when they were getting nine, ten, yep. eleven points. We, we accept they're not at that stage yet, but it shouldn't be beyond uh, both clubs, particularly Celtic, to be hitting the six, seven point mark, I think. Okay, let's hear from 
Michael Beale, look at the weekend. Great points you're making, both of you. If you want to speak to Mark and to Craig, 0808 17 17 700. Here's Michael Beale talking about this week. Yeah, I've lived a few of these. This, these before the, the first international break at Rangers is whether you're in Europe or not in Europe, usually. Uh, obviously now with the coefficients going up, we're, we're guaranteed a place in Europe till Christmas. It's just now fighting for the right competition, the one that we all really want to play in. But right now, the league's paramount importance because of the away defeat at Kilmarnock in the first weekend. We need to make up for that in this week if we can. Need to pick up points, he's saying. What's the injury update? Rangers have had very few injuries this season in contrast with 12 months ago. Uh, Ridvan returned to training, but we're not going um, to take him tomorrow. So, uh, no, other than that, there's, there's no injuries in the squad. Everyone's fit. Tom Lawrence will come into the squad tomorrow and Kamar Roof will travel as well. Craig, what are you thinking then? It's been quite a week for Rangers. Didn't play well against Morton. We, no. we know that. But then the Celtic result the next day made a change, didn't it? And, you know, for the Celtic yeah. fans um, and for the Rangers fans and did well midweek. What are you thinking tomorrow going up to Ross County? Well, there's already been a scare in terms of drop points this season at mm -hmm. Kilmarnock uh, away from home. So clearly, um, Michael will have Rangers really well prepared for this. It's on the back of... Um, you know, a very big game that they've just played, so I'm sure there'll be a rejigging slightly of um, starting 11. But once again, if you go in um, and don't start the match well um, and give Ross County the respect that they will deserve, they do deserve. You remember uh, Ross County at Parkhead, first yeah. 10, 15 minutes, how well they started mm -hmm. uh, and unfortunately changed. So look, Ross County uh, and, and Malky McKay will have done their homework. They will be trying to, to frustrate Rangers. Um, to try and keep them out of their box. Um, but look, Rangers should, and Michael Beale should have the players prepared, ready to go to go and get a, a good result. Uh, he touches on a few of the players. Uh, Lawrence, mm. um, for me, was a little bit like, is going to be a little bit like when um, they were speaking, when Ryan Jack come back from long-term injury. Yeah. And I, I kept saying, don't expect Tame. anything yeah. early. Right, because you've been, right. you, you've been out yeah. for a period of time. It takes these players on the back of these serious injuries. There, there's little ups and downs and that consistency that they need to find on the back of a long-term injury doesn't happen immediately. So you've got to be patient with those kind of players and hopefully he'll be given that chance. But you're at a club where expectation uh, when you cross that white line, you've not got supporters saying, yeah, but he was, he was out for seven or eight months. Yeah. He's yeah. fit. He needs to contribute. He needs to contribute now. That's yeah. the pressure's. Michael Bill thinks the team are in a good place. In a positive place. Also, we know we're going into a big week, into international break as well. It's been a big push since the start of the summer with the new guys coming in and the pre-season and the start to the season's had probably every emotion. Um, <clears throat> I thought we had to show some different qualities on, on uh, Tuesday night than we've had to show so far, and there were some good signs in that. Um, but our focus really after that game, we don't look back. We look forward to this one, Ross County. We know that... They've started the season quite well as well. They've scored uh, eight goals across the, the three games, the, la the last three games. So uh, we're expecting a, a tough game tomorrow and our focus is fully on that. It has to be because the league's vitally important. Mark, is there jeopardy there tomorrow, potentially at Dingwall? Yeah, ball jeopardy in every game. Um, now particularly away from home. And, uh, you know, I remember saying five, six weeks ago just before the season started that Michael Beale wouldn't have time to draw breath until the international break on uh, September the 4th. So he's he's almost there, but he's now hitting the most crucial period. Ross County away. Defeat is unthinkable for Michael Beale. That will keep serious pressure on him if Rangers lose tomorrow at Dingwall. He's then going to get a massive game, a £30 million 
do or die 90 minutes and then the Celtic game uh, a week on Sunday so you talk about big periods the next uh, three games in, in nine days are absolutely massive but Michael Beale will know that and you know I he got even a minimum four points out of six of two league games if not six out of six really uh, if you're serious about winning the league I think Rangers have got to look at six points out of six in the next two league games and the PSV is a really really tough tie Paul it is and you know, he's putting a new team together you've got to take that into account however his predecessor got him into the Champions League last season and lost his job four months later so if he doesn't get him into the Champions League then that, that again that brings serious pressure um, on him get into a game uh, against Celtic so who knows how it's going to go um, but Rangers need to be absolutely bang on it the manager and the squad the next 10 days I would have loved to have seen Paul Rangers this season uh, I know they've, they've signed a lot of players and, and these players are going to take time to gel um, and, and, and really get up to speed the way that Michael Beale wants them to, to play I would have loved to have seen something like a real star talent X Factor when I look at Rangers now uh, and 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 the games in the balance. I'm 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 not really drawn to an individual that can have that flash of brilliance. Okay, I've been spoiled a little bit with you know your Loudrips and Gascoins and yeah. and the likes. Uh, later, Michael Moles, Ronald De Boers, Barry Ferguson's players that can can change a game, the course of a game. And I and I'm and I'm looking. I'm looking at Rangers, and I see a good team, Paul. I see a good team. I'd love to see a star talent within that. Who was it last season? Um, Ryan Kent two years ago at his best I'm trying to think obviously right. Morellas is a scorer but they haven't had they a, have, it they hasn't, haven't been, had a it hasn't been something sure. that's been there yeah. for, for a while so again and, and again when you talk there now if you're a Celtic supporter or a Celtic, yeah, Celtic supporter you, you star talent you can go with Kyogo mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. You, can, you can hang your hat on Kyogo to say you know what he will deliver mm -hmm. um, at the moment I haven't yet seen that Rangers have got Cantwell who He's full of energy. He's in your face, uh, and he, there's a lot of the positivity yeah. through what they do is through yeah. him. But I, I get that. He's, you know a poster, he's a kind of poster boy, can't well rather mm. than a yeah. than a star mm. turn. And that's why I said that you know, Erlich stands to reason. Somebody like Danilo, he's a most expensive sign in the summer. He's yeah. missed two sitters in yeah. European game. Now his teammates have kind of got him out of it. But what a difference it would have been had Rangers been going to Eindhoven three-two up. The, the chance at the back post against Savet. Yeah. His teammates get him out. Yeah, so he's got to be putting them. I mean, he's got to be asking himself, you know, how did they start the game against Einhoven last midweek? You know, um, so he's he's got to get himself ready and, and into tune to what the demands are um, at, at Rangers and he needs to get into it very quickly. Huge few days coming up for both big clubs, especially with the derby just uh, over a week away. Brendan Rodgers speaking today after the result last weekend. He said, look, Celtic are going to have to bounce back. Well, I think what's important to understand and when you're trying to be successful is that uh, losing and, and failing in games is integral to being becoming successful. So, uh, so, yeah, it was a disappointing result for us, of course. Didn't do enough to uh, to win the game. But um, but it's, it's also something you have to have at a club this size. You know, you have to have that mental strength and that mental toughness to to cope with with disappointing results and then be ready to go again. And that's what the players have been. They've been outstanding this week in, in training and uh, we'll look to take that into the game. The invincible season, though, they didn't lose, did they? Now, that's not going to happen very often. Maybe it's once in somebody's career you yeah. produce that, but um, 
he wouldn't expect to have lost and to be out the cup already, the League Cup. No, no, it certainly wasn't. Uh, it wasn't in the plan, you know, so so early for uh, for this to happen. But I think you know, I'm sure Craig would agree. He's been a player at a massive football club. Your league is, is always your number one priority, Paul. And if you can get a cup, it's a bonus. It's always a bonus. Um, and if it leads to a double or a treble, then, yeah. then great. But your league's the one. You know, that gets you into the Champions League, takes pressure off you um, in many ways and it shows that you're, you're the best team, the most consistent team um, in the country. Now, what would you rather have? Would you rather win the league and, and uh, or would you rather win the two domestic cups without winning the league? Well, you'd rather win the league. Um, but that said... Brendan Rodgers quote there the, the players have been tremendous in training okay yeah but going one games of football so so far in the league they've won two out of two without being brilliant um, tomorrow you'd expect them to win and to win comfortably against St Johnson and then the big test comes at Ibrooks a week on Sunday against 50,000 Rangers supporters it's not for the faint hearted it's not for a team getting in there with pretty much all of the, the, the previous back four um, wiped out uh, so it's, it's a it's a big ask, but then we don't know what kind of frame of mind are Rangers going to be in that game. They're going to want to massify being in the Champions League. Are they going to feel a bit dejected by by not getting that overline? So so many unanswered yeah. questions, Paul. But then that's what makes that's what makes us so good. Here's one of them in the socials here for both of you guys. Who do you think has the more work to do during the transfer window, Rangers? Or Celtic. I think he's a Rangers fan. He thinks that his team have more to do. Um, when the injured players will be back, they'll be fine. Well, that's Celtic, of course. Yeah, when Celtic's injured players come back, they'll be fine. He thinks Rangers still need a winger. I think the Lewis Palmer thing is maybe irritating some of the Rangers fans that they would have wanted him. He's not officially coming to Celtic yet, but it looks like yeah, it. We'll yeah. hear more about that from both of you. Have a think about that. Mm -hmm. Who's more to do? Because, Craig, a few weeks ago, I asked you mm -hmm. at this point, so this was end of July, I said... Um, is the Celtic squad as strong at the moment as it was this time last year? Mm -hmm. And I remember you considered it, gave your answer, and you said, yeah. no, I don't think it's as strong. And some people criticised you, yeah. but Brendan Rodgers has now said it's not as strong as it was then. Yeah, and, and I was speaking on that particular day as well. Yeah. Right? So like the squads had, in terms of what was what was in place, Rangers at that time brought in seven, eight players already um, on paper, looked as if, uh, you know, decent pedigree and were, were I think made uh, Rangers stronger than what they were last season. Um, Celtic, you know, at this stage, they'd lost Jota, huge loss. Um, Carter Vickers was a longer-term still injury. Alan Johnson was out. Um, Aaron Moy, influential, had retired due to, to a back injury. So and there was nothing really that had come through the door as well that I thought, you know what, Celtic are stronger leading into this campaign. I felt on paper they were weaker. Now, Brendan's only come out and kind of echoed, I think, my my initial comments at that time. But but six days, six very, very big days, yeah. transfer window left. Um, you know, I, I think that Celtic's strategy would have um, slightly changed a little bit as well with the central defensive situation, you know, maybe not looking for, well, definitely not looking for something there. Now they might need something that's going to plug in for a few months. So again, that that's a change and that's what happens at football clubs by the day. It's just continually changing. Uh, but Celtic, definitely three, four, five players will, will I have no doubt, uh, be in before transfer window closes. Let's hear what you had to say about the defensive partnership, the injuries. It was just literally, if you, if you see the last moments of the game he's uh, he, he pulled up with his hamstring just right at the last 10 seconds of of the match at Kilmarnock so uh, 
So, yeah, it's a real shame. The likes of, obviously, Cam and him, especially Cam, in terms of pre-season, probably didn't, wasn't able to, to go through the pre-season with it. So, uh, uh, so, it's been, so this is a real disappointment for him because he's worked very hard to be back. But, um, but it's, it's just unfortunate, really. So, um, so, yeah, so those guys will be out for that period of time. Get more on that from Mark next. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Access to a wide range of renewable energy and energy efficient products. Let's go! Football's well underway for the weekend. Kicks off tomorrow at 12.30, Ross County Rangers. Then at three, Celtic St. Johnson, Hibs Livy and Motherwell against Kilmarnock. And there's a great card in the Championship as well. Airdrie against Inverness Cali Thistle. And the Glasgow Derby, Partick Thistle against the table toppers, Queen's Park. Tasty. That's yeah. a good one. Isn't that? That right? is a good one, yeah. Maybe one for tomorrow, perhaps? Yeah, maybe, to, yeah. To think about. Have a think, yeah. Yeah, Morton against Arbroath, Dunfermline against Wraith Rovers, Anier United against Dundee United, many people's favourites uh, to go up. And in the first division, we've got Cove Rangers against Queen of the South, the Ackies, big win last week against Montrose tomorrow, Annan against Edinburgh, Stirling Albion against Kelty, and Alloa. Falkirk, bit of a derby there. What are you thinking? Is that where you're off to? That's where yeah. I'll be. Ah, in Indo Drill Stadium with the very, the very with Indo Drill with the Indo Drill man. A fr- oh. friend oh. John Horn is over from Australia, so I'm going to go. That's a game yeah. I'm taking in. Lovely. There you ah, go. I see Stephen McGinn playing big. Brian Rice and Kenny Brannigan in the yeah. dugout for for Lala. Yeah, yeah that'll be a good one. Great knowledge. He's that in, big game. He's that big game as well. He's injured. Stephen injured. <laughs> Sadly, yeah. is I'll see him there. I, exactly. <laughs> Stephen will still he be there. Last night, <laughs> he's Alice Gaffer. What, what about John McGinn getting a, a, a bit of bit stick of. from some of the fans? You know, um, even afterwards. But what a player! What a signing he was for Villa for not a lot of money. But um, three million. What, Steve Bruce. Yeah. Brilliant. What's your word for it? Was that a tonking the other night? Oh, for Hibs. Absolute tonking. Yeah. yeah. And by the way. Villa didn't even go through their gears. Yeah. Yeah. Could Hibs play maybe 13, 14 players at Villa Park? No, that's not even that's oh. uh, unfair. There's right. such a gulf between. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. It, you know, I think Hibs should have made a bit a better fist of it on their own patch, given it was the first leg um, and all that. But you're looking at an Aston Villa team who are proper pod, as we yeah. know, you know, they've got some top performers and they have got, and I don't use the term lightly, they've got a world class manager. And Unai Emery, he's he's proper world class. Um, so, uh, but that that said, it could have been eight or nine. You know, if Aston Villa needed to score sure. eight or nine, and what you know, you kind of hope for Hibs' a point of view next Thursday night at Villa Park is that that uh, Villa are feeling a wee bit generous and, mm. and take their, their take their foot off the gas early doors. Otherwise, you know that that could be anything next Thursday night. Yeah, and look, I mean, there's, they're they're tough matches, Mark. When you know that you're. Your fans don't want to hear that, that that you're going to be outclassed and all that sort of stuff and the difference and all those kind of things. You still got to go and try and make a fist of it and be competitive and, and make it as awkward as you possibly can. Yeah. Um, and the you know the first goal, Ollie Watkins getting between two central defenders. You know the cross coming in too easily. You can't afford to give a top top team that type of encouragement. Greg, what they'll have to do tomorrow is do well and win probably against Livingston. They need to at home. And that's the way they have to bounce back. Well, no, they've, they've no had points. a horrible start to the season, yeah. haven't they? A horrible, I mean, two games, two losses, sure. you know. So, yeah. they, you mm. know, there is, again, you know, Hibs, Hearts, um, you know, the pressures to, to be, you know, three and four. And, and, and the pressure that comes with that is certainly not losing your, your first two games of the season. And on the back of that tough one in Europe, 
Lee Johnson and his, and his group of men need to find a way to, to, to win tomorrow, yeah. Few people have been on talking about Champions League and the need for the Scots clubs to do well. That means Rangers mm-hmm. to try and get there on a Wednesday. Michael Beale was asked today, what's the difference financially between the Europa League and Champions League? This is his take on it. I'm led to believe it's a single-digit number, the difference between what we'll get if we're going one or the other. The board are not planning or don't plan for, for that. Um, so the planning in terms of the finances of the club, it would be a boost, of course, but it's not going to be catastrophic the other way. It's not going to mean we have to quickly sell players if it didn't go our way. We we build this squad really well financially on a on a, a very modest or a competitive idea of what we're we're gonna earn. And it's important that we, we break even as a football club each season that we're not we're not running a deficit and I think we're in a really good place right now. Mark, what do you hear there? Uh, well, look, uh, you'd need to really see the figures in black and white. I, I'd be surprised if it's when I mean, he's talking single digits. I, mean, I think he's talking then eight nine million pounds of a difference. Yeah. So if we if we think Champions League is ballpark twenty five million, yeah. so does that mean Europa League is worth fifteen million? Mm. Maybe if you go deep into it, Rangers did. Yeah, you yeah know, f- we can't yeah. take that for granted. So no, sure. for, for me, yeah. and listen, I'm I'm happy to be, to to stand corrected. I'm not quite so sure. Um, that would uh, that would stack up but the bottom line is Paul you want to be in the Champions League so that's what it's about that's why Rangers will give it uh, their absolute all on Wednesday night in Eindhoven to, to be there because okay that might be a single so let's just say let's say it's 8 million is the difference that's you giving Celtic another 8 million of a start on you Paul when they're already whatever it is what, 30, 40 million ahead in the bank if not, if not more so you, you, you can't afford really you don't want to be to, to be doing that the other thing as well when he's talking about um, sums of money you know you generate you generate major income by your players doing well in the Champions League so again that's you missing out potentially some one of your players <clears throat> excuse me really shines let's see a Raskin a Sifuentes you know somebody, somebody like that that's really, for an example really, yeah, yeah exactly there you go so really really shines all of a sudden they could become a 20 million pound player if you're doing well against Motherwell and and and, and mm. Morton and Dundee, you don't become a twenty million Celtics players became big money because of, because we were winning the Champions League yeah. poll. So that that's another thing to take into. It's a small factor. It's it's unseen. It's not in black and white, but it all adds up in the end, you know. And that's a, it's good that you say that, Mark, because I was going to come in and 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 with something similar in terms of finances. We understand in terms of the money, and it's a lot of money to to go into the Champions yeah. League. But it's 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 more than that. It's much more than that. It, it's it's reputation, uh, it's exposure, uh, it's that awareness. It keeps your game, your clubs, front and centre. Which what does that do? It generates business opportunities. So for me, it runs far deeper than than what you get for for qualifying. Uh, and the importance of being there at that top table is absolutely crucial, in my opinion. Yeah, and for Michael Beale as a manager, yeah, of course. He's not won anything yet. You know that this is his next big test. And every big test he's had in terms of cups and silverware, he's failed so far. That might sound harsh, but it's a fact. You know, he lost yep. to Celtic in the two domestic cup competitions, couldn't have beat them in an old firm game that mattered. Won the last old firm game of the season, fine, but Celtic were already champions. However, it took a monk off his back. It was important yeah. and, uh, you know, it'll change, the, uh, it'll change the dialogue, you know, leading into the game next week once Europe's out the road. Um, but for him, he can, I don't really think he can afford to be having... Um, uh, another failure on this, but albeit it's a hell of a task I get that mm. 
he's lost to Kilmarnock the opening day of the season you've got Celtic next week so for Michael Beale again Giovanni Van Bronckhurst got them there and got them to European final for him as a coach um, I think it's paramount that, 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 that he gets over the hurdle He's been speaking today about the financials of the club and what Champions League means and also that model of bringing in players cheaply and selling them on. He mentions Aribo, for example, and Bassi. Yeah, we've seen that with Joe. We've seen that with Calvin as well. We've also seen that with an academy product in Nathan Patterson. So the last two years at Rangers, that started to... to uh, be good in terms of fruition but you know we spoke last week about the the price it costs to bring Raskin in and Butland and Campwell and and Sifuentes and I think when the day comes in the hopefully long distance future then you feel you've got assets in in the squad that you didn't overpay for. We're bouncing about both clubs because it's such a crucial time. Brendan Rodgers yesterday speaking about uh, it's a process. Yeah listen it will happen again. I think that there's there's absolutely no doubt about that. You you lose games of football. Uh, for us, it's the very early stages of a process that we're in. We're obviously not helped by the numbers of injuries and, and whatever we have. But we uh, we're in a process where the players will get better. The uh, the game idea will look better. Um, but it's just uh, just at the beginning of that process. So, uh, but whilst you're you're finding your rhythm and uh, and the quality of your game. Clearly, you have to you have to get results, and that's why we're here. Of course, not helped by the defensive injuries at the moment, and he's been speaking about it again. I think we have to look at it. There's no doubt it's uh, it's an area that uh, we're light on. Like you say, when you're losing three players for that length of time, and knowing that the number of games that we will have and and the importance of every game, then uh, it's it's definitely something we have to look at. And he said he's definitely looking for experienced players. Yeah, ideally, ideally, I think especially at centre half, it's a, it's a specialised position where, for me, the experience always helps. You know, so uh, we've got lots of young players in the squad, uh, but naturally, to bring those players on and and bring them through, they need to play with players not just of experience but players of quality. So. You need to you need to hopefully try and align both, um, because you'll see the best of those players, you know the, the guys that are young and developing and, and dealing with the expectation. If they can play alongside the guys that's going to pull them through and then bring out that potential, ideally that's what you want. So, uh, so that's something that we'll, we'll look at. Very similar message, Paul. You listen to the wording of that and how he says it. Uh, very similar to what the theme has been now past seven days we need experience we need guys to help the younger players we have a young squad they do they've, they've, you know, all the signings this pretty much all of them are inexperienced guys one two million who might be brilliant we don't know yet because we've not seen them really in action so you hope that they come good um, but again that that's that theme that's been running for seven days there's, a, there's clearly a frustration there with Brendan Rodgers and uh, you, you can understand why they need it's of, of paramount importance that they sign a proper centre half I've got Lagerbilk in the goal, okay, fine. He might be good, he might not, yeah. we don't know. Um, you, you, you've got Scales, um, who's loaned out to Aberdeen last year. You've got Kobayashi, who didn't look up to it. Um, another one of the recent signings who's not hit the mark. Um, so it's of paramount importance that they sign somebody. Remember Brendan Rodgers' first time round, Paul? What was one of his signings that he brought in the door that got him into the Champions League, a nail-biter over in Israel? Kolo Turi. Of course, yeah. Kolo Turi mm-hmm. came into the team, free yep. transfer, yep brought that bit of experience didn't they play a lot of games never looked brilliant but there was one night I think it was the final qualifier with over it might have been Hapel Bersheva and he was outstanding 
it was nail-biting stuff the last 10 minutes or so to get into the Champions League and Kolo Turi's experience and guidance on the pitch to the, exactly what Brendan's talking about to those round about him helped get them over the line so uh, look Brendan Rodgers is making it clear and he's been quite quite subtle but you can read between the lines there's a theme that's been going on now for seven days there's a loud and clear message from the Celtic manager to the recruitment department and to the board and I'm on side with him with his messaging 100% experience yeah and and, and don't, don't uh, be fooled at times uh, we experience that it's 31 32 35 can be a good young player that's played a lot of football. That's where you get sure. your experiences from. Um, saying that, they're normally playing elsewhere. Uh, so in terms of the central defensive situation, they do need an experienced player that comes in and it is going to have to be short term. So that's a crucial, crucial stopgap signing for them. Half time for us, the news is next. The news is coming and then we're back. 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Access to a wide range of renewable energy and energy efficient products. Let's go! Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps, we offer bespoke solutions. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation. Available until 30th September 2023. So many calls and messages coming in about what's happening at Celtic what's happening at Rangers very early in the season Mark is it a crisis? it's not a crisis no, anymore, is it? no just questions being asked we're nine days away for a crisis <laughs> <laughs> that was too early what was at the time was it um, with the late great Celtic manager uh, Jan uh, sorry who Vim, Vim Janssen. Janssen. Remember yeah. day one, they lost the game, or some people were calling. Yeah, they, they were on the they, phone in, and they, they, was, they, they wanted them to go. They lost yeah. two back to back games yeah. away to Hibs and at home to Dunfermline, yeah. opening two league games of the, the season, Craig, back in season 97 98. Rangers going uh, for 10, and mm. uh, they, they, they wanted them out the door, and that was just Vim's family. Who, <laughs> and who won the league that season? And, and they went on to do it's it. So, a bit, so a, bit, yeah. a bit of patience, sure. um, yeah. and um, actually was very lucky very fortunate to spend a bit of time with uh, Vim's family his wife his son and daughter grandchildren came over um, a couple of months ago and they're a clear affection they're only there a year but it just shows you when you come to Celtic you come to Rangers Mm -hmm. and you do well you're you're forever in the hearts of the the supporters and that's certainly the case of the the Janssen family but what a Mm -hmm. I mean I don't know possibly the the, the most important title in Celtic's history Mm -hmm. Uh, Paul, in terms of, uh, of stopping the I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I deleted that one from my memory. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to your mate here, Craig Moore? Well, I, just I, don't know to- I don't know what you're talking about. Well, Oz, Oz, Oz wasn't quite in the, 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 the first team, but you were just a bit. You were just a bit. I'm trying to exonerate you here from any blame. I played enough that season. Slippery slope come Christmas time. Well, if you want to join the conversation tonight at Go Football Show or call in now 0808 17 Someone has. That's where we're going next win on the Go Radio football show with Aaliyah Casino new opening hours from 10am to 6am seven days a week yep as you know we're giving away £250 potentially I think we gave away £250 last Friday so it could be the same again tonight and on the line with the chance to be going along to the relaunched refurbished sports bar at Aaliyah it's Chris Chris good evening good evening how are you really well thanks Chris how about you I'm not too bad, thank you. Where are you calling from? 
Call from Bishop Briggs. Bishop Briggs. Well, it'd be good to start the weekend with a couple of hundred pounds, maybe 250. Shall we go with the five questions? You know how it works? Five questions, yep. 50 pounds per <laughs> correct answer. You feeling confident? Uh, not too bad. Right. I'll ask you again in two minutes if you're feeling confident, Mark. I'm, I'm just checking yeah. for, for <laughs> yeah. I'm just checking for you, Chris. As um, as 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 Craig Miller get the the Barry Ferguson clause where he's allowed to throw a clue in. Is he? No. Is no. Yeah, no. I'll, I'll just. I got into trouble. First, I'll just oh, listen. Right, I'll right, listen. Okay. Right. Uh, the right, Treasury right. Department was on. I got into yeah. trouble. Right. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. checking. I don't want you. Don't want you. And I'll tell you. Stop Barry this. Ferguson started a war with the Breakfast Show. He has really oh. because yeah. he said about rate the plate, which is magnificent. Of course, <laughs> he said they were saying. Every, oh, that's, that's, that's amazing. Have you listened to it yet, Chris? Rate the plate. I have not. You haven't. I'll talk to you about it later. Let's do this just now, and you could be off to Alea Casino. Question number one. Who scored Rangers' first goal on Tuesday against PSV? Sima. Correct, £50. Which Spanish club is Kieran Tierney linked to joining on loan? Real Sociedad. Ah, Correct, £100. Well done. Which country is hosting next year's Euros? Germany. Yavol, yep, yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing I know. Thank you, Sean. Daniel Dubois, who does he play for? Right, so boxing question for you. Daniel Dubois takes on which heavyweight champion this Saturday in Poland? Usyk. Alexander Usyk. Yes. Correct, you're up to £200. And which club is the former Celtic winger Patrick Roberts currently playing for? Where? Sunderland. You reckon? Five out of five. Well done, Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Well done, Chris. Isn't Unbelievable. That, that I, was, I struggled with the yeah. last one. Did you? So, yeah. Paddy Roberts? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so five for five, though. Brilliant. Yeah. Hey, how good's that? 250. 250. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Some of your <coughs> defenders struggled with him as well with his time at Celtic. <laughs> his name came up last night. Would he bring it back maybe on loan or what would he would they sign him from Sunderland? Patrick, they were talking about lots of different yeah, different yeah. phone calls last night. His name came up in the context of Kieran yeah. Tierney. Well, it was good first yeah. time in for Celtic it under was. Brendan. Yeah. It was terrific. Yeah. Sure. So Chris, two hundred and fifty pounds to spend at Alea. Who are you going to take with you? Oh, I don't know. I need to decide yet. I think my wife's looking at me thinks she wants to go, but I think my pals might win oh, in the day. Oh, I think. Oh, steady. I think. Oh, what do you think, Craig? You should take your. If, 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 the, if the wife is there staring at you and she's in yes. close distance, the wife all day long. Yeah. Ah, well, yeah. She's kind of giving me the look, so <laughs> yeah. I think the wife will be going. Uh, I think, I think so. the look is that you'll be yeah. giving her the two hundred and fifty pounds, Chris, and she'll be taking her pals. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That sounds a bit right, aye. <laughs> Isn't that how it works now? But steady, or you'll be cancelled, Mark, for that kind of comment. Steady on, um, Chris. Football-wise, did you see the Rangers game the other night? I was at Ibrox. Yes, you were there. So, what did you think? It was a tough game. We dug in well. Uh, PSV obviously had more than a ball, a lot of possession, but we, we fought well and it's all set up for the second leg. What do you think? Wednesday night, what's your scoreline? I would say a repeat of last year, 1-0 again. That would be ideal. Well, Cho liked to score. <laughs> Sadly, from your point of view, he's gone. Who is going to replace him? Any idea, Chris? Who do you think is going to emerge as the... I mean, is it going to be Danilo? Is it going to be Desert? Sima? Well, I think Dessers will, yeah. will come good once he settles down. I think he'll get a few goals. Obviously, the main man's Cantwell, so we've yeah. got to look to him. What do you like about him? We spoke about him earlier on. He is a character. What do you like most? Oh, I like his commitment. He's yeah. work rate. Obviously, he's very skillful. And, uh, aye, that's about that. Do you follow him on social media? I don't follow anyone on social media, to be honest. I don't do social media. Yeah. 
Craig. Good man. Yep. Good man. Smart man. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty lively, Todd, yeah, on the social yeah. media. So yeah. from your point of view, last weekend with Celtic going out of the League Cup, the Viaplay Cup gives you a big opportunity. You really need to win that now, don't you? Uh, we, I would like to win it, but obviously the priority is to win the league. So the Cup is always a bonus. Ah, come on. Come on. Rangers have got to go and win the Cup now, for sure. Oh. Well, and that's got to be that's got to be the expectation of of the supporters. Certainly, I know the way that the players yeah, will be thinking that you've got to go and lift that trophy. That's now uh, it's not a given, but what a great opportunity to lift the first trophy of the year. Yeah, I've got to agree. Yes, you're a bit bossy there, Craig. That no, was, you came saying, right off nah, the face there. Yeah, man, like you know what I mean. Like, like, right, yeah, it's got to be for Michael Beale. It's sure. got to be first piece of silverware up for grabs in December. Sets you up for the second half of the season. Absolutely, Rangers have have, have got to have that putting down as, as pretty much a gimme. It should be. Pretty much should be. Do you think you'll be strong enough to go the, the full season and to overtake Celtic? I don't see any reason why not. If you're a Rangers supporter. Sorry, Chris, on you go. What's that? If we've made some good signings, once the team settles, uh, gets into a good battle of them, then yeah, I think we, we could easily win the league. That's a big question just now, though, isn't it? Uh, are these going to be the right players? Will they gel? I mean, the manager said. I mean, the difference between how they were last weekend at Mo- against Morton yeah. and how they were against PSV was night and day. And, and it's a bit, look, it's a big step that you you absolutely must take when you start talking about playing against the top European teams. This is a Champions League qualifier, mind. Um, then, you, if you're yeah. fortunate enough to get to the group stages, what you've got to bring. Uh, Morton might not have been the, the the most wonderful performance, but the result was the main thing. You move on uh, and you go again. Uh, Chris, interested uh, to know, out of all the players that Rangers have signed so far this season, who who, who is your star? Who is your, your, your player that you believe can, can make the biggest contribution this season to Rangers? I don't think anyone's actually stood out yet, but I think Danilo could be the, the pick of the signings. Okay, yeah, and you say so you're, you're not you're, you're not stuff, he looks like a really good player. not overly concerned that um, at this moment in time he's maybe he's, he has missed a couple of big opportunities in matches, but you no problem with him bouncing back and and having a stellar season. No, everyone misses misses opportunities. It's how you react to it. Here's what Michael Beale's saying about getting close to his preferred starting eleven. I think Tom and Kamara are really in my thoughts for that. So not not having them for the period of time since I've been here has been a big frustration for me. Um, so them coming back in the squad and certainly this week going and coming back after the international break, them two players are really in my thoughts as starters, not as backup players. So I've not had them. So I think then the centre-half position this summer with Ben being injured and and Connor coming back from the injury and Dujon not being fit. We wasn't able to practice how we wanted, but I think as we go into international break, we're getting closer and certainly coming out of it, we'll be ready. The, the doors will be closed, if you like, and and then we can we can get on with, uh, with really bedding down, I think, a consistent team and people then have got to take the shirt. I think having nine games in a period of four or five weeks, it would be a miss of me not to rotate because it's so early in the season we know that last year we come out of this period with a lot of injuries. And here's what he said about ins and outs. And it's quite interesting. He's basically saying there could be one more signing in the next six days. Glenn's the one who's closest. There's been a lot of hot hair around Yanis. Obviously, um, 
in the last week or so, but it was a logical conversation if you think about it that he's missed a year of football we're very loaded in the positions that he plays and he wants to know if he's going to be a main starter he's trained really well and when he's played I think or when he's had an opportunity to play I think he's done he's done well but the last few weeks in those positions <clears throat> I think people have done well you know Abdullah and Rabi scored in the week and Danilo scored and Seema I'm sorry and Dessas has scored and and Lamas has scored, so I think we've already had seven goal scorers across the five or six games so far. So in the attacking positions, we're loaded, obviously, with Kamar, Tom Lawrence and Todd Campwell as well. So it was a logical conversation that seems to have got out of the building in terms of playing time and, and guarantees around it. So we'll see. It's got to be right for Yanis and certainly not uh, dismissing Yanis being inside and being an important player either. Is he on the move, do you think, Yanis Hadji? Well, I mean, listen, the manager's kind of saying, look, you know, yeah, if you can find yourself a club, go, you know, it'll, it'll be a hefty earner, they gave him a new contract, um, and, you know, there's no point in having Hadji sitting about in the bench or sitting in the stand, you know, and it seems to be that Michael Beale at this moment in time has five or six ahead of him, probably like the emergence of Matondo recently as well, mm -hmm. albeit Matondo needs to show consistency, there's no point in doing it one every six or seven games, but going to be his interview last week, Matondo, we were praising him, Paul really seems to be a bit between the, his teeth, a real determination to go um, and do well. So no, I, I don't see a, a future um, for uh, Yanis Hadji um, at, at Rangers. Now whether something permanent or something loan, but if Rangers are looking to get, I think naturally there's a bit of fat um, around the edges that they need to trim off three or four players and I would imagine Hadji would be one of them. Yeah, and again, like I said, I mean, it's pretty clear in terms of, you know, they want to work with each other to try and get playing opportunity um, for Giannis, which is not likely at Rangers. Uh, at the same time, if it weren't to happen, uh, Paul, I certainly as a Rangers supporter wouldn't be too disappointed to still have a player of of that quality um, within the building. And again, I uh, you know touched a, a little while ago about star talent, game changer. Yeah. Um, Giannis has that. Actually, mm. he, has, he has that in his locker. He is a player with with real intelligence. And again, I think what we've got to remember is he's come back also from a, a long-term injury. But I know what it's like in terms of when you're in a situation uh, and you, you want to play every week, you're looking to try and find that. And clearly, clearly, uh, Michael's not going to stand in the way. Chris, before you go, what about tomorrow? 12.30 kickoff, what's going to happen? Ross County Rangers? 3-1 uh, Rangers. 3-1 Rangers. And uh, scoreline for Wednesday? What's your final thought? 1-0? I'm going to go with a repeat from last year. A 1-0 win for Rangers. 1-0. Take that. Scorer? Can't well, you're going to say. No. I'm not. I'm actually going to say John Shooter with your head off your corner. Oh, wow. There we are. Yeah. yeah. From the ref, left or the right. No. <laughs> Chris, listen, you've won 250 <laughs> at uh, Alea. You'll love it. Excellent. The relaunch bar. Thank you, Chris. Great to talk to you. Well, well done, done, Chris. Chris. Cheers. Thanks very much. Have a nice weekend. Thank you, you too. Cheers. Chris there. He's, uh, we've just forced him oh. to give the prize to his wife. So right, I so think that's quite right. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And we did mention Rate the Plate. It was brilliant this week with Cafe oh. Gandolfi. And next week, Chilinos. It's going to be amazing. Oh. And I think we can reveal, can't we, that we've taken up a challenge as well. Oh, Chilinos is top and draw. And tonight. Yeah, yeah watch us getting the verdict. Because Doogie from Glasgow Taxis is going to be on holiday, actually. So I think uh, we are... 
<gasps> we're in there helping out with it. But there you are. Well done, Chris. You're off to Chilino. So many conversations, so many comments coming in. Uh, here's one from Greg who's saying next week, uh, a real football legend is going to be 80 years old, one of Ayrshire's finest, European Cup winner, Bobby Lennox. Bobby Lennox. Bobby Lennox will be 80 mm -hmm. next week, Wait. and he's just sent a picture as well here at Gold Football Show from the statue. I was just going to say that he's got, of, the, he's got the statue yeah. in um, Solcoats, isn't it? I think it's Solcoats. Yeah, Solcoats, yeah. yeah. Well done. What a player. Obviously, before your time, yeah. but my goodness. Left and point. one of the all time uh, top players for attendances and for Celtic medals. appearance holders, yeah. yeah and, 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 and medals. medals. Yeah. And what yeah. a turn of pace as well, wasn't he, Paul? And he played electric. well into his 30s, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, electric, yeah. Yeah, yeah brilliant. And they took charge of his heirs for a long number of years as well, helped him right. through a, a number of David players. Yeah, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, what a seven. Lovely man and um, nice to see that still some of the Lisbon lines still. Yeah. Not many of them left now, no. Paul, but um, Bobby's still doing ever so well and, and good on him. Hope he continues to keep in, in good health. A great guy. Always a smile. Yeah. Always. Absolutely brilliant, brilliant guy. So happy birthday to Bobby when it comes on Wednesday. Going to take some more calls after the break. 0808 17 17 700. Just looking further afield at the moment. What's the Saudi headline today? Well, they hit something every day, isn't there? Yeah. Um, Mo Salah, according to the manager, Jurgen Klopp, he's not going to the Middle East. Uh, Liverpool need him. Yeah, they have, of course they do. He's yeah. their, their star. He is their star man. He is their best player. Um, he just signed a new contract recently. He's their highest paid, uh, no doubt. Absolutely no chance of this happening. I know people say, yeah, but Saudi, they are all the money. They've got all the money in the world and they can make this mm -hmm. happen. I don't think it's going to happen. And Klopp certainly doesn't want to see it happen. And also just a, a footnote, the, the Saudi window is open until September the 7th. Correct. A little bit longer just to tease mm. us. You yeah. do your homework. Yeah. Yeah. And Talk we're next Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> next, exactly. next Friday night, yeah. we've got a week to go. This yep. time next week, yes. the window will be, yeah. will be drawing to a close. But Saudi's six days longer than us. Guess what? Oh. Uh -huh. Six days longer is Australian market, but I don't think that's going to impact that. 13th, is it? <laughs> that's 13th. the 12th. Ah. The 12th. No, but there's no big money transfers there, Paul. Just thing. a bit of fun. Some really that. good players, though. Well, yeah. Scotland has seen a few of them. Was there anyone better than Craig Moore? Oh, there's any, any Australians yeah, what do you think about that came over here and did had the career the medals that he had Viduka, not many Viduka was, was, was true was, enough was he didn't really, get as many medals no, but he was a smashing no, but, player yeah, he was yeah, a, right. a quality yeah. player of course Harry, Scott McDonald Scott McDonald had, yeah. had a really good yeah. uh, career at it's Celtic and, and Mullo yeah. Harry Kuehl had a good career as a coach <laughs> at Celtic I just threw it in okay you're missing one you're missing one and he's he's the most obvious one most recent one Tom Rogic Tom Rogic Got a bit Tom he, he, he's, yeah, he would have blown shoot. me out of the water in terms of medals, and he was also sure, nearly he was course. nearly at Celtic for yeah. he was nearly ten seasons. Yeah, yeah phenomenal. He, yeah, he's still in his twenties. He's not playing. Is he's he? not in his twenties. I don't think. Is but, he not but, thirty? But, but he's, yeah, he was. Is good. He still he's still at West Brom. I think he was good in his twenties. <laughs> no, he was. His, West Brom was his last club. I think. I think he might be thirty, but that was give or take a couple of years, Paul. But I'm trying what, to what a player he was. Exactly. What a player he was. Yeah, but he was another one when Brendan Rodgers came in, found a role for him. Tactically yeah. found a role from within the team that, that, that helped win Celtic so many points, particularly in, in, in big games. He's 30. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, there you go. Quick break and then we're back. You can call in now. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Free quotes for solar PV, battery storage, heat pumps and garden projects. Let's go! Coming up after us tonight, it'll be Zoe Kelly at seven. Some great music tonight. The weekend is here and it's a weekend packed full of football looking forward to so many games 
and we'll be here on Monday night. Barry will be back along with you, Mark. And I wonder what we'll be talking about because we didn't expect to be talking about, you know, one of the big two and the holders of the tournament being out of the League mm. Cup. Mm. But big chance for Kilmarnock. I know that we'll talk about Kelly in the next few months. Shall we look ahead, guys, to this weekend's games? Yeah. Fair enough, yep. Mark. You yep. okay? Yep. Um, we'll come to the big two shortly. What about Hibs against Livingston we mentioned earlier? Motherwell against Kilmarnock. Mark, can we start there? Stuart Kettlewell hasn't lost many games since he took over, but of course he lost uh, against St Mirren. They want to bounce back against Kelly, who are yeah. the, one of the form teams in the league. Yeah, Motherwell, yeah. Kelly. I watched Motherwell at home at Hibs a couple of weeks ago. I wasn't overly impressed, albeit they won the game. I blow them, of course, a young kid from yeah. uh, from, from Arsenal's out uh, yeah. um, injured. And he, what a role he played that day. He came on and got a goal and, and an assist. Come on, look, haven't conceded a goal yet this season. Um... 1-1 one, one for me, Paul. 1-1, one, one, yeah, the missing Beareth. What a shame. The oh, missing isn't Beareth, it? Yeah, yeah, because good good player. Wow, great coming. assist, great goal. Yes, yep. yes. Um, and again, I, I, I can't praise Stuart Kettlewell enough mm. for the, the job that he's done at Motherwell. Um, Go on. And he's, but he's made it yeah. very, very, he's made them hard to beat, mm-hmm. well organised and, and plays percentage football. Um, so he, he knows what he's dealing with. Yeah. He knows the talent that he has. And, he, and he's just made them made them hard to beat so at home I think that um, it, it definitely will be a close one but I think Motherwell will shade this one I'll go with 1-0 Motherwell I see yeah. Charles Dunn has apologised for the tackle Mark of course he's a former Motherwell player as well but yeah. so it's good that he's done that but it wasn't, yeah. wasn't a great tackle no no it wasn't it um, wasn't at all John Abika is out as well for four months and that is a blow Oz mm. isn't it that uh, hamstring injury for him and Papi Swari is out for a few weeks with a calf issue just when things look to be going well for Motherwell, they landed with these uh, early season injuries. Yeah, yeah, no, and and it is tough. Like when you you uh, you're outside the top two, your squads, the depth, mm-hmm. the numbers, uh, and when you lose key players, uh, very very difficult. But the challenge is for for the next player, Paul, that then gets that opportunity to go and make a name for themselves and, and to go and contribute. Um, football things can change very very quickly. I see Stephen Robinson and the other dugout former Motherwell manager said, look, you know, we're not the only team with some, you know, tough challenges. They mentioned a younger getting injured against Motherwell last season. So there's a bit, you know, bit of needle bit behind of niggle. the scenes between the two. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah we like that, don't yeah, we? We don't mind course. that. We don't mind that. So what's your score line then, Mark? Yeah. Just to recap on Motherwell. 1-1, one, one, I'm good. 1-1, one, 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 yeah. and as you are. I went Motherwell 1-0. 1-0, you reckon. Okay, and Joe's going to be there tomorrow. He's been on hospitality. Joe Smith in Cleland. Okay, so he's going nice. to the match. Enjoy it tomorrow. Yep. Spot hospitality. Not Can't far. beat it, Mark, yeah, can yeah, you? Yeah, we yeah. Bit of, a wee bit of Fur Park. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice nice set up there at, at, at Fur Park. Well, Suzanne and all the girls do it very well indeed, yep. Indeed. Right, let's go to Hibs then. Hibs against Livingston. My goodness, what an important game. I mean, both managers, David Martindale wants a win, but for Lee Johnson? Mm. I mean, Paul, when you look at the Hibs, two, two league games, two defeats, and yet when you look at it and including the game tomorrow, if you had to give Lee Johnson three games, you could say, yeah, I'll go for that when you try to juggle European qualifiers. Um, at home to St Mirren, away to Motherwell, now at home to Levy, zero points out of six, isn't acceptable. Um, on the back of the 5-0 thrashing um, on, on Wednesday night. And recovery time is not yeah, much. Yeah, yeah and as I said, they've not managed to get up a single point after they've played um, midweek. Levy have had a, a week to prepare. I'm going to get there and I'm going to say... <laughs> Do you know what, I'm, I'm yeah. going to have to say 1-1 one, one again. Oh! I thought you were sure. going to say 
you were going to go for Hibs. Hibs. I'm, one one I'm, I'm definitely with Hibs on this one. Are you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know. Why? Well, I just think at home, I, th- I think with the, the players that they have, um, that they should be strong enough to, to overcome Livingston. Uh, Livingston will be very, very honest and work extremely hard. Uh, I keep coming back to this player uh, at Hibs, Yuan, however yeah. you pronounce his, oh, yeah. his surname. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, he's impressive. I know that, again, against Aston Villa and the, the, the golf, but he didn't look it. He doesn't look as if he's, he, he still wants to take the ball. Is what I'm saying. He still wants to take the ball in tight areas. He still wants to try things. Um, and I think domestically here, I think he can um, be the, the, the main flashing light for, for Hibs again this weekend. And, and I think they'll do well to keep a hold of this player uh, longer term. Yeah. I, I think that there will be other uh, admirers of this player as well. And your scoreline tomorrow? 1-0 Hibs. 1-0 Hibs. Mark, a recurring theme this season for Livy has been the finances, hasn't it? They had a tough end to the season <coughs> last year. Yeah. David Martindale spoken about it, but he said what a lifeline when the, the balls came out of the hat. Rangers against yeah. Livy in the cup. Yeah, it gets my turn. I mean, they have been trying to sell uh, Nubly Paul. That's a kind of mm-hmm. prize. Uh, I said, rightly so. You know, when you get somebody that's on fire, you've got you've got to capitalise and take advantage. But so far, I've had one or two wee tickles, but nobody's met the valuation. Now, what that valuation is, I don't know. Maybe Oz would have a better idea. But I would imagine, I would imagine anything north of of, of five hundred grand, you would take it all day long. Any advance in five hundred, Craig Moore? I, th- I think David Martin will be looking for a lot more than that. Really? Yeah. 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 Uh, but, but at this stage we're a week to go now Van yeah. Veen was what 700,000 or something yeah. I don't know what, was, was it around that I think so it depends okay. what, how you yeah. weigh it up um, we'll come back to the big, the biggest two teams afterwards we'll look at the Sunday games Dundee against Hearts can we start at the Australian end here what do you think oh well Dundee have not had a um, they're not. A, I'm saying a great start. The, the expectation for Dundee is survival. Let, yeah. Let's be really, really yeah. clear. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a draw. I think was at St Mirren the first match, and they had a, they had a loss. Uh, sorry, they lost it to St Mirren, and they had a draw against Motherwell. I think in the first match. Yeah. Um, but I, I think Dundee at home. I think there's enough to suggest, even though Hearts, Hearts on paper are the strongest squad, the strong, the the, the, the strongest players. Mm-hmm. Backing up after uh, the European fixture is always tough. Is always tough to back up, in particular away from home. Uh, I don't think too many people are going to back Dundee, Paul, but I'm going to be one of them. Right, you're I'm going, going to I'm going to be one yeah. of them. I'm going to go for a, a two one um, two one home victory to Dundee. And they would love that. They would enjoy that, of course, at home on Sunday. Mark, what's your feeling? Uh, what do you reckon? I'm, go- I'm going yeah. to I'm go- I'm going to go another draw and go nil nil. Yeah. You're loving the draws. How is that fence? I know. I know. It's, a, yeah. it's a tough card. Yeah. It's a tough card. I mean, even Oz is going for three winners, but a single goal in, yeah. in each game, you know. Yeah, yeah. So the out with the Celtic and Rangers games, four really, even including St. Martin having four really tight games, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not easy doing it. That's why you're in the big bucks in here. Yeah. So, <laughs> so get in there. Uh, Mark, your old team, St. Mirren, you played with distinction for St. Mirren. <laughs> Reserves <laughs> against Aberdeen. I need to change that one. No, Mark. What do you reckon? I think this is a great game coming yeah, up at the I'm, New I'm, Love Street. I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. You know what I might, yeah. I might pop along um, to Paisley mm. and watch that game. Great comeback by Aberdeen uh, the other night. St Mirren six points out of six. What a job Stephen Robinson does season after season. Um, but I'm going to go a tired Aberdeen team, but mm. but they'll be buoyant. Yes. I'm going to go Aberdeen to win two one. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that shout, Mark. I think Aberdeen, he's, um, Barry Robson has 
managed to keep players and actually add to the squad, um, which is needed, especially for their schedule. I think the way that they finished in midweek in, in Europe to come from two behind and look as if they could go on and win the game. I'm going to go with Aberdeen riding off the back of that momentum. St Mirren very, very hard, especially at home, but I think also 2-1 to Aberdeen. And for Aberdeen, Craig, staying with you for Europe hacking, I mean, what a great result for them. Top, top um, result. And to be two down and to end up 2-2 mm-hmm. uh, and then getting a goal I know it was chopped off but McGrath good, yeah, yeah I mean it? Miofsky was offside and he was offside yeah. um, Miofsky's a very good player for Aberdeen uh, does it extremely well uh, Duke you know gives you a good threat and, and directness in, in, in wider areas I'll tell you what what a, what a fantastic run um, and desire and finish from, from Devlin for the, for the, for the second yeah, goal yeah. it's it a wonderful was, yeah. fit. listen full back making yeah. that run mm-hmm. showing that composure at the end of it so I'm going to say it was a quality finish. Yeah. It did take a nice little bobble just before he hit it that helped him yeah. lift, lift mm-hmm. it over. But it was a fantastic finish. And like I said, Aberdeen, they finished very, very strong. Mm-hmm. Are they going to go through? You would think so, coming back to Petorgi. You know, you know what? It was end to end. This was such an open game mm-hmm. of football. Um, so you know, Aberdeen supporters, people who get along to this particular match, I have no, da- no doubt there's going to be goals. They will be entertained. It can easily go either way, yeah. though. It was that, yeah. honestly, Mark, it was so yeah. wide open, the match. Mm. And it's good to see. I think that could go to extra time, Paul. Mm-hmm. We'd be surprised if it's another Desmond and goes to extra sure. time. It was um, cracking against Hacken, wasn't it? Yeah, really? yeah, it was. It was. So, it was. Yeah. <laughs> so what but do you think? Extra time, what's going to happen? Extra time, Aberdeen, they win 3-2 after extra time on Thursday night. Come on, the Dons. That's something you don't often hear on Glasgow's own yeah. radio station. But we've got people from all over the country asking what you thought of that. Well, there was one person from Aberdeen who came on to ask what we thought. Hearts against Pauk. Now, Craig, come to you first. You yeah. know all about that stadium. It's going to be so tough. Oh. It's going to be boiling hot. They're so fanatical. They're 2-1 down already. Hearts, could they surprise everyone? The biggest challenge for the yeah. Hearts players mm-hmm. is whether they can handle the the conditions. And I'm not saying the heat. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the pressure that will be right on top of them from from Park supporters. Example, it's, what's it like? It's it's incredible. It's uh, we've all experienced. Not we've all. Sorry, I've experienced mm, yeah. obviously the, the the big games here. Park, the noise is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, the skies are lit up with with, with firecrackers, and then the flares are going and. It's it's relentless as well, and they're vocal throughout the game, um, looking to influence the referee, yeah, yeah, um, and all these kind of things. So Hearts, it's going to be a new experience for a lot of these players. How they can adapt to that is is really crucial to them getting anything in this match. And it was such a, a it, there was a lot of needle, wasn't it, between the two last night yeah, it was. going on, and that's it was. what you with Lon Shankland in yeah. the centre half. Yeah, that's yeah. It, certainly that could bubble over next midweek. Yep. Come a little bit stop start. Then yeah. Shankland obviously gets he catches a centre mm. centre half in the mouth. It wasn't a it was a yeah. yellow card. That was yeah. the right decision. Sure. Yeah. But you're right. There's a, there's a little bit of needle there. Um, it's going to be a it's going to be a tough match. Lawrence says I think away from home for Hearts, okay. it might just right. be a too big a step. Mark? Yeah, I agree. Unfortunately, you know, you'd love to see all Scottish teams are going to go through, but we need to give honest opinions, hearts to lose 2-1 over there in a fiery encounter. Yes. And Hebs would love to think that they could do something, but they're five down against Villa. It's about damage limitation, Mark, isn't it? Yeah, it's about trying to, you know, try to win a battle, trying to, you know, come out out of there with with some credit. How, How do you measure that? 
Paul, you know, is it, is it keeping it to under five? You know, it could be eight or nine nil in aggregate. I don't really know. It's just something that they're going to put down to experience. They've made a few quid out uh, the qualifiers. You know, they did really well to to, to certainly to knock out uh, Luzerne. So a few positives, but you know, I think on Thursday night for Lee Johnson's players. Get in and get out unscathed, no injuries, nothing daft. And if you can nick a goal and give your travelling support something to cheer about for a wee old, then, then good enough. Um, this time next week, we will know the Champions League draw. Will Rangers be in there? Celtic are in there. So it's on when we're on, on Thursday evening. So Andy Walker will be here and Stephen again. So we're hoping that Rangers will be there as well. Yeah. Do you think they will be, Craig? Um, key key part for, for Rangers to go through, Paul, is um, get to, get to half time. Um, I, I think you know if you score fantastic you're in a good position but don't concede the first half I think PSV I think the nerves I think that what's at stake I think will work in Rangers advantage um, and they yes they can go there and get a result Good Mark what do you think? Yeah they, they, yeah. they can the, the onus um, is on PSV and you listen to Peter Boss you know, he wants his mm-hmm. players to be on the front foot and rightly so at home they've got fantastic uh, attacking talent uh, their weakness is certainly in the back line so that's a, a bonus for Rangers so it's an old cliche, but you know, who defends the best on the night, Paul, is, is going to be key. And I include the goalkeepers in that. So, for example, Butland did two magnificent saves against Servette at crucial times. He's going to have to do that again. And at the other end, when chances come, and Rangers will get chances, they will create. There is absolutely no doubt about that. They've got to be lethal. Danilo, Dessers, whoever it may be, they've got to be absolutely clinical. And 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 there will be a role for substitutions. I think this tie will go right to the final minutes as it did last year with just the one goal and it's whether it's a Matondo coming off the bench whether it's a Lammers coming off the bench whatever it may be um, they're going to need it look I have to be honest I have to make PSV the favourites yeah, yeah. but certainly not ruling Rangers out they've given themselves a right good chance and, and that's the thing see the longer this match goes and the, and the way that the Dutch teams play their football they will continue to build up they will continue, continue to do it in the areas where you go oh it's a little bit at this stage of the game that's how Rangers ended up going through I think Malik Tillman robbed the defender and they scored uh, last last year that's where Rangers can get some success and I think in terms of the set pieces that you touch on Mark so important because again you look at the, the corner Luke de Jong who is a big lad mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. so Rangers have got to be better in those areas they were caught out there weren't they but they are they're brilliant in midfield they're brilliant up front PSV yeah. not so hot at the back not great defensively yeah. that, that would be fair and if the game goes on then just that grit and determination of Rangers might see them over the line yeah. I mean, listen, so, if he's, if he's yeah. got his engine room fit what a chance that gives him as well I mm-hmm. think that already yeah. you can see Sifuentes, Raskin and, and Jack that's a solid three that gives you a good foundation in the mm-hmm. middle of the park in the injury room A to protect your, your, your two set of halves mm-hmm. and B you know to, to when needed to support Cantwell and, and whoever so that, that's solid they've got three good guys in that engine room key battle sorry Paul key battle no no yep. Cantwell yes. Sangari Sangari so that, that for me yep. okay. that for me whoever um, can shine most mm-hmm. I'll tell you what goes a long way mm-hmm. To, to getting the winner, winning result for either team and Cantwell's spirit his determination but he almost he could have got himself sent off he, he, yes he could have and he I think the manager have. said that yeah, yeah. yeah. He plays on, yeah. He plays on, on the, edge. the edge he needs to be careful particularly with European referees glad I'm listening to you carefully otherwise you could say yeah Malik Tillman if he plays so well this year he's moved sides Paul <laughs> he's in the other team now Tillman don't tell me his name's on it to come on Craig and, and do uh, something next week yeah, that would be no, that no. would be cruel Funny old game, isn't it? <laughs> Quick break and Same. then we're back. <laughs>
The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Personal face-to-face advice on renewable energy products. Let's go! Paul Cooney, along with Mark Guidi and Craig Moore as we go into the weekend. Still to look forward to the two games, the 12.30 kick-off tomorrow is, of course, Ross County. And you heard the dulcets there of Michael Beale just getting ready for the game. He was asked today... What's happening with Glenn Kamara? Maybe a £5 million move to Leeds United? We had an honest conversation when I first come back into the club about Glenn's future and, and, and where he saw it. And then I think 10 out of the first 11 games I was here, he started. In that time, we signed Todd Campwell and Nico Raskin, but they came in after not playing for a long period of time. They got in the team and done really, really well. So... There's been, there's been no fallout or anything. I think we, we was expecting Glenn to move this summer. It was his wish as well. Um, so there's, there's no issues with that. He has to obviously find the right club. It's got to be the right valuation for everyone because we would be losing a very good player. But when you're very honest on the player's side that he sees his future elsewhere, then as a coach, you have to move in a different direction. And I wasn't in the, the mood for persuading anyone to play for Rangers. I just think Glenn's been an excellent signing over the period of time he's been here. I want slightly different in that position in terms of uh, the way that we play now. So he knew that chances also in the team were going to be tougher. So I just think it's an adult conversation um, that obviously has taken a little bit longer to be, to be finalised. But... If nothing moves this week, uh, then Glenn knows he's here till January and it's a it's a different playing field altogether. Mark, quite strong, quite clear. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the key quote there, I, I want something slightly different in the midfield. He's got good players, as I've just mentioned, you know, so, you know, Kamada's got a year to go in his deal and as we've always said, Paul, Rangers need to learn lessons. Um, and, uh, you know, I think Kamara a year or two ago and they say go on for 50 grand so it's been great business regardless of what happens over the next 7 days or the next 12 months where he stays put and goes in a free uh, next summer but what a terrific signing from Dundee by Stephen Gerrard and his staff for me star's not as good as what it was a year or two ago so if Rangers are going to get with considering he's got a year to go and it's been, another thing as well Rangers have put their cards on the table it's very clear they want him at the door so you know that that I don't think that strengthens their bagman position, to be honest. And the player wants to move on. So, you know, in and around three million, I think you can get that, taking all circumstances into account. I think you take that all day long. Anything more than that, it's a major bonus. Yep. That's nah, spot on. Uh Glenn Kamara has done a, a wonderful job at the football club. Uh he's gonna return a, a good profit for Rangers and hopefully he's gonna for himself personally find a, a new situation where he can go about his his career. Um, I think it's a win-win for, for all parties if he's able to move on. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. He has to be playing first-team yeah, football. He's sure. a very good player. Yeah. Um, for Celtic fans, well, the news is it's still to be officially confirmed, but it looks as though the Honduran winger, Luis Palma, is on his way. The deal has been agreed, apparently, according to Greek journalists. Uh, the reports that Celtic's offer is around £3.5 million. 23-year-old winger. Rangers had been interested, I think, earlier on. Craig, you might know. And here's a name, Mark, uh, that he spoke to, apparently, was Emilio Izagueri, who was a great course, player for Celtic, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, like yeah, the back, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he said, Brilliant. keep passing Glasgow. You know, he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I knew... Yeah. I knew uh, I know Lennon signing Amelia he's mm-hmm. a Gary I'm sure he won the PFA Player of the Year certainly won the Football Writers Player of the Year um, yeah. as well Celtic signed him for about 750 grand uh, Neil Lennon and gave outstanding uh, service to the mm-hmm. club and if he's half as good as he was a different kind of player yeah. but um, the Celtic need to invest in the next six days Mark so that's yeah. one of the key quite a lot of people have been on saying 
What do you think? Where are they going to? Brendan Rodgers saying it. They have to. I mean, he was asked about transfer speculation. This is what he said. I think well, we need to improve the squad, but there's no confirmation on names. There's been lots of names that have been floated about. So, um, so as soon as we sign anyone, we'll... I'll let you know. And he had praise for new signing Lagabilka. Yeah, yeah, he's a very mature guy for someone who looks so young. But no, he's he's listen, he's he's up to speed in terms of games. He, he was only arrived into the building within a couple of days, and obviously he's thrown into uh, a tough away game like away at Kilmarnock. So, uh, but I've got, you know, absolutely no doubt he will he will prove over time to be a, an excellent player for Celtic. And uh, like I said, he's he's really up for the challenge and. And I'm looking forward to seeing that development. And let's listen to this, Mark, before you answer it. What about Rio Hatati? He was asked about the renewed contract, the extension, that doesn't look as though it's happening. No, no. Listen, I have regular communication with, with Michael Nicholson and uh, we speak on a daily basis. So, so now it's something that's been ongoing for even from before I arrived. So, uh, so yeah, but there's no, there's no update on it. We just look forward to him coming back. He's going to be a really important player. Over the course of the pre-season, it was the case of looking at all the players and, and see where they're at. And, and like I said, I've got, I haven't worked with a lot of these guys, so I'm fresh in. And, and of course, you're looking to see uh, how they work. But I think after that first game, uh, Rio recognised uh, the following week. He's, he's, you know, his quality, his intensity in training was at a really, really good level. And then. Obviously, come into the Aber- Aberdeen game, and you could see when he first arrived in that they had they had that mentality back. So it was really unfortunate that, that he got injured. But for me, he's he's clearly a very good player, and and of course, I want to work with good players. Craig, fantastic player. I think what uh, Hatati has fallen into the the trap of, and many players have done it. You um, you fall into the, the national team setup, mm-hmm. and you're asked a question or two about. You know, how are you going? How are you enjoying your club? Do you have ambition? And, and all of a sudden, a quote, and it, and it might be one quote of a whole story. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm ambitious. Of course, I want to try myself and, you know, keep keep developing and test myself. And all of a sudden, then it comes back to the country that you're playing in, mm-hmm. in a different way. And Mark, you've got great experience yeah. in this over the years uh, that we've been involved in the game here. Yeah, yeah, it can happen. As you say, you, you know, you can it can be... It could be one sentence out of a out of a thousand words, and that one sentence, you know, lives with you until you either go or you sign a new you, you sign a new deal. So he, he's caught in the middle at the moment. But the the key thing that Brendan Rodgers said is he's he's an he's an important player. He's a very good player, and I want to work with good players. And if you're Brendan Rodgers, given his comments of the past week, uh, he'll be wanting the club to do everything they can to keep him there, just like they did. You know, let's not forget as well what Celtic have done uh, in the past six weeks. They've signed Callum McGregor a new contract. I've seen Kyogo uh, in a new contract. Someone else got a new contract. Can't remember. Stuff, yeah. was, it, was it? Sorry, um, uh, Welsh. Welsh was yeah. he recently? Welsh did. Maeda and, and Welsh yeah. get one, and, and they're, in, they're in dialogue with uh, Abada and uh, Hatati. So look, seven days to go. They need to get proper players in the building. You know, bear in mind Europe as well. They don't want to be the way it was last season. Um, and there's seven days to, to go and do it so let's see where they are this time next week my sources are telling me it's a £4 million bid now it's the Scottish Sun online at the moment to be honest but so £4 million, apparently well, for the yeah. yeah so that yeah. would be money well spent well you, 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 you would think he's got good numbers he's got good numbers he appears to be a bit more experienced than, than, than you know a couple of the, the other wingers um, that they've got so I think if, if Celtic are going to um, bring him in 
uh, to the building, it would strike me that they, they, they regard um, Lewis Palmer as first team ready, Paul. Not a project, first team ready. Syed Haksabanovic, according to Football Insider, he's not happy that he's not playing enough. So, But has he done enough to earn a starting position? Nah, I mean, no. but, but his yeah. competition is... is it's very strong, yeah. you know. You, you got Maeda one side and, and Abada for me again. Mm. I, I can't believe that people don't talk him up more um, because I, I think he's been a fantastic player. For Why Celtic. do you think that is then? I, I don't know. I don't know because he's maybe not uh, the, the, the the glamorous kind of signing or the. I, I don't know, but his numbers, mm. his his um, his ability, his positions he takes up. His goals that he scores. His performance against Rangers and a couple also, of derbies has yeah. been sensational. And he's only 21. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. for me, yeah. I th- he's one, if I'm Celtic, I'm like, I, I want to keep him. He's a yeah. player that I think has a big future and there's a lot of money to be made off of that player for Celtic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Down south, just to say, um, Ryan Fraser has gone from Newcastle to Southampton Good. on loan, so he won't be coming up here. Uh, final word from Brendan Rogers then, ahead of the game with St. Johnson. Well, for us, we have to impose our our intensity in the game and our um, every game is, it'll be a challenge and we know that but I'm really looking forward to playing at home um, at the first game which was a great atmosphere uh, we've been away for a couple of games feels like longer but um, but the chance to come back home and play and uh, and then get get back on track again feels really good so I'm looking forward to be a full house and uh, we'll be ready for it So what will the position be by then? Let's go with the 12.30 Mark What's going to happen at Dingwall then? I'm half tempted okay. to say a draw, to be honest, but Rangers need yeah. to win it and, and the end. I think their substitutions will come into play. You know, I think Michael Beale might need four or five of his, of his subs tomorrow at crucial times. I'm going to go Rangers to win 2-1. 2-1 Rangers. Craig, what do you think? I know that this can be an extremely difficult match and yeah. being a, de- a defender a long time ago when you come up against players like Jordan White and Simon Murray mm-hmm. you know you're up for a game you know yeah. they're, they're going to they're going to work you over and they're going to give it absolutely everything so Rangers need to start well defend well but I think that they can get through that and I think they can go on and win the game and I'm going to go for 2-0 and it's a real pitch of course as well so it's not the plastic pitch yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, you're going 2-0 yeah okay. 2-0 I'm going to go so they would uh, that would be a win for Rangers and then at 3 o'clock what do you reckon Mark what's going to happen yeah, I mean, Brendan Rodgers saying there, he wants to get back to home, play in front of the Celtic supporters, sell out crowd, St Johnston bottom of the table, Celtic to bounce back with a comfortable 3-0 victory. Right, you reckon Celtic would then be maximum points. Uh, what about you, Craig? Yeah, um, for me, I think that Celtic will win this game comfortably. Uh, I think that they'll have far too much. 3 or 4-0. Three or four nil, you reckon? So Celtic would be maximum points. Did you go for a St Mirren win? No, you went for. I went for went Aberdeen. For, for Aberdeen, so Celtic would be out in their own on top. And Mark, did you go for a draw with St Mirren? I'm just thinking because they St. are. Mirren? No, yep. we, we both. Yep. That's only one we've agreed on. Both okay. going for two one to Aberdeen. To Aberdeen, so Celtic would be out on their own. And final word, Craig, on Rangers because I don't know. Well, we will see you before the game. Yeah, you're back in on on Tuesday. But how do you block that out tomorrow if you're the Rangers players? Look, I mean, you've, you've got to go out and win your next game of football. Um, Ross County is that next game of football. What what Michael wants to create is is players playing for the jersey to play for the, the, the position for the very next match. Go out, show what you're, you're made of, go and get a good result and you want to go, you want to be involved. As a player, you want to make sure that not only you're starting the game against Ross County, but you're starting against PSV. What a massive game.
Mark, they have to take. Forget about it. They've got to do. Oh, tom- tomorrow's yep. massive, Paul. You know, the, the ultimate goal for Michael Beale and his players and the Rangers fans is by the end of May, Rangers are league champions. That, that's the ultimate goal. That's why he's, he's rebuilt the squad. That's why the board have, have given him, you know, good funds, mm-hmm. you know, to go and bring in eight or nine players, all good wages. Some of them not like high transfer fees at all, all in good wages. Um, and if you're going to do that, if you're going to succeed, you need to win tomorrow. You need to go to Dingwall and get the job done. Either it's a messy 1-0 or a 3-2, whatever. Just get the job done. That's what makes you become league champions. Last time they were on the road in the league, they lost. One nil come on. Can't afford that again. And for Celtic, it's a big day tomorrow. You would expect them to, to win. win You're never sure. Got to, yeah. got to go and win that game. And then the next one is, uh, is Ibrox uh, at the league. And what a test that's going to be. A massive test uh, for Brendan Rodgers and his players. And But, you know, for Rangers having home advantage, I think the 12 points that are up for grabs in the old firm games this season are going to be crucial. And again, if you're going to emerge as league champions in terms of Rangers' point of view, I think they need to win that old firm game uh, a week on Sunday. This is Go Radio. It's Glasgow's own. Who's going to win the derby? Patrick Thistle or Queen's Park? Give us a verdict. Patrick Thistle. Patrick Thistle. A draw. A draw. He's loving the draws tonight. Thanks everyone for all the calls this week. Thanks for making the switch. We're back on Monday at five. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For the best customer service, call 0800 233 Let's go! Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps, we offer bespoke solutions. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation. Available until 30th September 2023.